1: You're good and there.
4: Everybody, well, you know what time it is. It is Wednesday night, it is 8 p.m. So it's time for the ladies of sports to rock your microphones once again. Happy, happy new year, everyone. This is LL Sports 2 with TJ, and I am your host, TJ. All right, and this is a sports show for everyone, but we do cater to the novice female sports fans because we are in the business of trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football, all right? Coming to you Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There are several ways for you to join the show. One, pick up your telephone and dial 347-826-7924. You can join us at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sports 2 And you can catch us live and In Living Color, Facebook Live, Tina D. Jackson. And, yes, we are live on Facebook now um, doing – The show a little bit differently tonight. It's going to be a little bit more fluid, all right? So not so much um, in step with the, um, you know, programming or the um, outline that I I generally have. Uh, We're just going to kind of lead with the flow and see where the show will take us, all right? But um, but again, uh, please make sure that you follow the show. Go to blogtalkradio.com/llsports2. Click on the follow link. Most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your name and number will not be counted. Also, you can find us in iTunes. All right, just go to your iTunes account and click um, subscribe. Well. Uh, LL Sports 2 with TJ and then click subscribe Alright so like I said We are now live on Facebook want to shout out everybody My auntie Karen in the house What's up real? I see you in the house My mommy Denise Green holding down the timeline For, it for your girl um, Tonight just we want to hear from you Um, Your thoughts on the timeline, uh, you can call us up, 347-826-7924. I'm going to do my best to read the timeline comments tonight um, because I want to be very interactive with you all tonight on the topic, of course, that you already know that we're going to start with. But let me go ahead and bring in the lovely ladies of this show. Link for everybody to hit number one for me. There we go. Here we go. And let me say... It's 2023, y'all. Happy New Year, everybody, on Facebook. But let me bring in the lovely ladies. It is the triple threat in the house tonight. Aunt Lou,
1: Danelle, ladies. Happy New Year, Queens. Whoa, we made it. We made it. We
3: made it. 2023.
1: Thank God. Oh, (laughs) Lord.
4: Wait, on Janelle, are you are you there?
1: Yes,
0: ma'am, I'm here. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good
4: evening. I know you know ain't Luke intended to dominate the microphone now, you know, she just uh, but it's okay.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's always that's that's just Ms. Lucinda.
3: <laughs> I thought we was gonna start the New Year all right, ladies. Oh my goodness. Well, we are telling right. the
4: truth,
0: that is
3: right. Okay. <laughs> Your truth, you're
4: entitled. <laughs> that's the way to do it We're going to start it off with a smile I'm not going to lie to you, you uh, The heart was a little heavy it just, It's just been so heavy But I think you know, everybody knows why um, One thing I am going to say These filters here on TikTok They're really kind of exciting So I had to do something to, to like lift my spirits here At the very beginning So that Happy New Year That's the last time And I said, well, when else can I use the Happy New Year um, You know, filters Oh, hey, I need it tonight Anyway, but it's a lot of good filters On TikTok, there. All right. So, um, as I said tonight, the show uh, show lineup is going to be very different. No um, song to to start off the show, uh, nor will I do a rundown. Uh, We're just going to go ahead and get right into it. My auntie Kim is in the house. Melvin Niner, thank you so much. Reginald, thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. Um, As I said, all of your comments that you um, put on the timeline, I'm going to read them in as real time as I can. So, ladies, I want to also let you know. That So if I kind of go back to the timeline and then come to you, and so it's going to be kind of a lot of back and forth tonight, so y'all bear with me as well. All right, but, yes, we are going to kick it off tonight with, um, man, the, uh, what did I say this was, um, my worst nightmare coming true in watching um, a football game. Um, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully um, you know, uh, DeMar Hamlin is still with us. Um, thankful that the first responders um, at the Cincinnati Bengals um, Arena Stadium um, and the staff, their medical staff, um, are as efficient as they are uh, because this could have been a totally, if you listen to all of the doctors and, and everyone, um, this could have just been a totally different story as of today. So we are going to be thankful. Uh, we're going to be grateful for where we stand today, Wednesday, January the 4th, when it comes to the condition, um, health condition of DeMar Hamlin. But just a quick recap, um, at 855, Monday Night Football, the Bengals versus the Bills, highly anticipated matchup, um, a lot of um, implications in this game, uh, as a matter of fact, the winner uh, winner of this game dictated when the Bengals were going to play um, coming this coming Sunday, whether they would play at one or four twenty-five. So again, a lot of implications. Highly anticipated, probably the most anticipated Monday Night game of the season. Eight fifty-five, um, the injury occurred with Demar Hamlin tackling T um, T Wiggins. Nine eighteen, uh, the game temporarily was suspended. At 9.25 p.m. Eastern, the ambulance left the stadium. We're going to talk about that. Uh, At 10.01, the game officially was postponed. So it took them a little over an hour to postpone the game. When I look back at the timeline, it seemed like it was a lot longer than that, um, but when you put it in context, and that's why I wanted to give you all the I'm trying to give you as much information as I can. But when you put it in context, it was just a little over an hour where they did make the decision. Um, Demar Hamlin, 24 years old, he's from Keyes uh, Rocks, Pennsylvania, uh, son of Mario and Nina Hamlin. He has one younger brother who is seven years old. Um, in his hometown and in Buffalo, um, he created the, uh, the Chasing M's Foundation back in 2020. Um, he's a sixth-round draft pick. He was drafted by the Bills in 2021 uh, from the University of Pittsburgh. He made his first career start in week three of this season um, due to the injury to safety Micah Hyde, um, who sustained a season-ending injury, like I said, in week three. For the Bills this season, we do know how well the Bills have been playing he is very, he has been a very intricate part of this Bills defense. Um, he's played 30 career uh, games. Demar Hamlin has, but again, he's officially started uh, week three of this season uh, with 807 defensive sa- um, defensive um, um, snaps. I'm sorry, uh, played this season, and that is the third most on the Bills this year. So, again, only starting in week three, and he's still ranked third in um, how many defensive snaps he's played. So, again, that gives you kind of an idea of how uh, intricate he's been to this Bills defense. He does remain in critical condition. He is in ICU. Um, According to his uncle, Dorian Glenn, um, he says that Hamlin was resuscitated twice, once on the field, which is what his teammates were uh, witnessing and we all saw the visible um, pain that they were in. He was also resuscitated once he got to the hospital. Um, They're saying that um, his oxygen levels are uh, improving, whereas he was on 100% oxygen when he first arrived at the hospital. The uh, medical staff, they are very um, hopeful in the direction that he's moving, um, how his vitals were as of last night and as this morning. So he is progressing um, in the, uh, like I said, positively in the way that the the medical staff was hoping that he would be. They're saying he's currently about on 50% um, oxygen as of now. Um, His uncle Dorian Glenn also says that their main concern right now is potential lung damage. Um, So that's one thing that they're um, kind of concerned about. Um, An update from a Close friend of the family, this is according to Coley Harvey of ESPN, he wrote this. He says, I quote, just chatted with DeMar Hamlin's family friend, Jordan. Per Jordan and DeMar's family, doctors overnight got promising readings that they had been hoping to see by this morning. Jordan couldn't go into specifics, but progress appears to be made, end quote. So again, kind of reiterating um, the information that he is moving um, in the right direction. But he is still heavily sedated and listed in critical condition. Um, shout out to everybody. Victoria, I see you in the house. New Jack, uh, Timothy Sawyer, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Um, as I said, if you type in on the timeline, I want to read your um, comments as live. Uh, live as i can or feel free to give us a call 347-826-7924 if you'd like to just share um you know your thoughts um just on this whole situation but ladies i do want to turn it over to you now and i just want to pose the question your initial thoughts um i don't know if you saw the game so if you did see the game how you you know just your play-by-play of how you felt um and then just the simple fact of we have seen. Um, I've been watching football 30-plus years of my life, um, of my 50 years. Never have we seen an incident like this during a football game where the ambulance drives onto the field. The player has to have CPR to resuscitate them. And just this unknowing, gut wrenching feeling of not knowing how this player is. We see injuries all the time, but nothing to this degree. So again, ladies, I just want you to share um, just your overall thoughts on the situation. Um, Janelle, we'll have you go first.
0: Um, yeah, I did. I, I did see it um, when it happened. Um, I. It stunned me because he literally, the hit didn't look that 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 serious. First off, and second, the way he fell, he literally just dropped, and and my heart just dropped right with him. I was so scared for him. And then when we um, when they announced that they were doing CPR on him, I just I I just knew that he wasn't going to make it off that field alive. So I'm so grateful um that he that he's still with us just like you because that was that was one of the scariest things I've ever seen watching a football game. I just I'm so stunned. I'm just what warms my heart though is the the literally across the board with every single football team the love that he's getting um not just with the football teams but uh, i mean literally everybody is talking about this and everybody is praying for him to make it through because this is just you know we talk about it all the time you never know and and what's amazing he did a um he did a, a uh, an interview with somebody just three weeks ago. Um, yes. I can't think of the name of the show. And he literally said that he he is grateful for every single second that he gets because you never know when that last when that last hug or that last, you know, communication that you have with a person is gonna be your last. So to hear him say that and then to have this happen is just it's mind-blowing and it makes you it literally makes you appreciate every second that you have because you know as much as we love this game we tend to forget how dangerous it can be um because we we generally don't see things at this capacity of this level of seriousness happen so you know we don't we don't we never look at it like that we you know we we know it can be dangerous at times, but for it to be a situation like this, it's just—it is it, heartbreaking. It truly is.
4: You're so right. It's like we know injuries are going to happen. We know that torn ACLs. We know um, broken bones. You know, we've seen the the of the world, the broken legs. Um, we've seen the shaziers um, of the world being paralyzed from the um, you know from the waist down. Um, other previous players, you know before um, Shazir. but we we, we we ex i don 't want to say we expect that, but we're we 're prepared for that as football fans, I think, um, and like you said, to me, this was just the stark reminder of how these men are human at the end of the day. We know that we know that they 're not cyborgs, we know that they 're not robots. But at the same time, for them to do this job, it takes a rare breed. Let's just be real. Um, and, the, and the injuries and the, just, just the injuries that they play through, that they come back from, um, the concussions, all of that, it, you tend to take for granted what these men put their bodies through. But like you said, to know that CPR was administered, that's as real and as humanitarian as it can get, life or death. CPR is life and death. That's bottom line. And that, oh my God, yeah. Um, but I don't want to go too much um, into it. Um, hey, Lou, we want to hear your thoughts on
1: this, how you felt.
3: Yeah, I I was watching the game and and I was cooking and so it was it was, was this game was just exciting, you know, starting off and everything. And then when that happened, I was like, I, I kept seeing the three to seven score because I had turned my volume down, and uh, and and uh, and then I realized uh, what had happened, and I was like, man, you know this is, you know this, it was just so sad because he's so, he's so young. Thank God that he didn't die. I've been really praying for him, you know, daily, uh, just that God would heal him and bring him back and, and everything because this is this could be a testament. For, for the football uh, world, and just and for sports, period, that, you know, tomorrow's not promised to us, and so, you know, something like this can happen, and, you know, people have said, well, you know, they could get their leg broke or something, and this could be the end of their career, but, you know, just to see that, it was just, it was devastating, you know, and and like uh, Janelle said, that there was so much love that was... Uh, exhibited, you know, uh, through through all the, you know, the players and just people all over the world, you know, even from from other sports, you know, that they've been chiming in, you know, uh, wishing him uh, uh, well and just praying for him and everything. But um, I I just, you know, you just never know. And and who would have thought, you know, that, that as young as he was and stuff, you know what I mean, that he would have, you know, gone into cardiac arrest. So I, uh, you know, we just we just got to be careful and and as we stated earlier about these guys, you know, getting in shape and stuff, you know, I know COVID kind of uh, just turned everything around. But we got to start taking care of ourselves better, you know, in working out and stretching. Because even these injuries that that have been going on, even minor injuries, because that was major. But you know, the minor injuries that can happen to our players, they get hit, or even some of them don't even get hit, you know, and they and they turn a certain way or slide a certain way on the field and they hurt, you know. So it's just you've got to be, you know, you got to be uh, careful. And, uh, you know, I just thank God that he's still alive, and I believe that he's going to recover.
4: Scott, I see you in the house. Jason Peters, Scott, I see in the house. Pete. Timothy Sawyer, thank y'all so much. Sandra Taylor, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. And don't forget 347-826-7924, That's the number to call if you'd like to call in and, and talk to us. Um, or definitely, please feel free to um, share your thoughts on the timeline. Um, as I said, I'm going to be, I'm going to try my best to be as interactive with the comments um, as possible tonight because I want to um, let you know that I do see um, see your thoughts there. Justin, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, I'm with you ladies, it's like when you saw the play, um, you know, it just looked like your your standard, ordinary play. And then when they showed the replay, um, how you said, Janelle, like how he just fell back, and you're like, that's not normal. Um, To piggyback off what you were saying about the interview that DeMar did recently, like you said, just um, a little bit over three weeks ago, and he was speaking of his teammate, Dane Jackson, Um, They're actually, they grew up together in Pittsburgh, and they are fortunate to be teammates on the Buffalo Bills. And he was speaking about a a specific instance where they were in a prayer circle and he was holding Dane's hand and how he said he just squeezed it a little bit tighter because you never know when it could be the last time that, you know, you're going to be able to to be doing what it is that you love and, and, you know, uh, living out your your, your childhood dreams um, so to get back to the to the game um, when uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman came back from the second commercial and it was still deadly it was eerily quiet on the TV so you can only imagine what it was like in the stadium I mean it was just eerily quiet and They said, um, you know, just real quickly, there's nothing, you know, and we're going to go back to, uh, we're going to go to a commercial again. That's when I knew, okay, something isn't right. What's going on? And you know, just as, as fans, as um, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm inquisitive, uh, A.K.A. nosy. I don't know how you want to say it, uh, but I want to know. I want to know what's going on. And there's just nothing. And then when Joe Buck said that they had administered CPR. And he had been down for nine minutes. I just, I, like I said, it was just a, a gut. My stomach just dropped, and it was like, oh my god. And I hate to say that I just went to the worst, but I was like, this, this, this man isn't gonna make it. Um, nine minutes CPR, and they still, he's still there. He's not on the. I mean, oh my goodness. And then you know, finally they come back. Then they go to Susie and Booger and, and Adam Schefter, and you're just like, oh my goodness, this is just and this um, Booger, his his demeanor. Because um, now you're now in my mind, I'm thinking they have information that they can't tell us. Whatever it is that they're seeing, whatever's being transmitted to them, there's just information that they're not able to tell us. And this 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 young man is no, is no longer with us. And so then, you know, he goes off to the hospital. And then when Joe Buck said we're going to give them five, they said that they're going to give them five minutes to warm up. I was like, what? In, what is five minutes going to do? Ladies, i want to get your opinion. When you heard that, were you not dumbfounded?
1: It's,
0: it's not that I was dumbfounded. My first thought was he can give them all the minutes they want. When you looked at the faces of those players, they weren't getting ready to start nothing in five minutes. They were all. They uh, most of the uh, Bills players were crying. They were all frustrated and upset. They, there's no way they could have pulled themselves together in five minutes, and you could see it on their faces. There's no way they would have been able to play.
3: That was very insensitive. That you know what he what he said, but you know some people are like that. But, uh, yeah, you could see that it was way more serious and severe than we realized. And that coach stole my my head. I just want to give him kudos because he's like, I need to be at the hospital with him. You know what I mean? He was like, we're not going to do any more playing. I mean, how could you even think about playing after something like that went down anyway? You know what I mean? It was just like your head wouldn't be in the game. And uh, and even even uh, even the Bengals, even though that wasn't their player, but you know you could see the see that you know that they were worried as well. You know what I mean? And, and just uh, sympathetic and loving. So it's it's like you know you got to pray
1: for some people.
4: Jason Peter says both coaches decided not to play the game, according to sources. But shame on the NFL if they wanted to continue to play on. Well, that's just one thing I do want to clear up. It was never the intention of the NFL to continue the game. Uh, NFL PA uh, Troy Vincent, he came on and he specifically said he does not know where Joe Buck got that five-minute time frame. No one uh, relayed that. No one spoke that. So I think Joe up there just making up stuff. And Joe might need to be uh, taken into a room and uh, told, uh, you know, you know he might need to be suspended for a game. I know we're in the cam- cancer culture, but you just don't make up nothing like that. Now, if he can tell us where he got that information, then whoever whoever told him that, then they need some disciplinary action. But for him to come on the national TV airways and say a five minute, I mean, I don't even know if I could have said that because it just sounded ridiculous. Like, like you said, when you saw the reaction from the players, you're like, well, five minutes? What is five minutes gonna do? So. Um, Yeah, Joe Joe needs needs to have a little counseling session, but um, but I just want to clear that up. It was never the intention of the NFL or the NFLPA, Roger Goodell or Troy Vincent, to resume the game at no time. Um, They said that they were going to give these teams as much time as they needed to make the decision that they needed to make. Uh, Ladies, I'm with you. I, I commend not only Sean McDermott, but Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor spoke today to the media um, for the first time. He said, skip all that telephone, you know, because they have um, telephone units, so to speak, on the sidelines to where you can talk to the people up in the booth, you can talk to New York, you can talk, you know, to whoever you need to. Zach said, no, I'm about to walk over here to this field, on on the other side of this field, and we're going to have a conversation, and we're going to decide, you know, where we go from here. Um, and
0: not not just him, Tina. You know who else is definitely a class act in this whole situation? Is Joe Burroughs because he literally gathered all the ca- all the team captains and went to the um went to the locker room of the Bills to talk to them first, and then that's when the rest of the team followed him over. That was for me. He he was he was feeling the, probably feeling the same thing that. You know, phone calls and second-hand information is not going to do it. We need to be with each other to figure out what's going on. And they were providing so much support to each other when they were all on the field. It was just amazing. It's amazing to see that because, you know, Usually um, prior to situations like that, you know, you have your people who have big grudges against each other. And then you have your people who, you know, are always going to be extremely extra masculine and don't really, you know, want to be dapping people up. But they were supporting each other like it. I, it was amazing. It was honestly amazing to see.
4: Yeah. And, you know, one thing, um, another thing that I commend those players for, the um, Bengals and the Bills team, how they made that forge, that wall around him so that cameras or anything, nothing could, could penetrate. And they just, it's like they right. just put a cocoon around Demar. Oh, my God, that was just when, oh, that, that, was, that was so touching. Um, but, yeah, just the camaraderie, the, brother, the true brotherhood was on full display on Monday night. From you know, coaches to players to staff to uh, the medical, I mean, the humanity that was shown. From, and I, I'm telling y'all, the fact that the fans, not only did they stay, they stayed pretty much that hour. You could see as they were kept coming back. You know, sections were, were empty and so forth. But the fact that those fans that did remain, and it was dead silence. It was. It was just like. The concern um, and then when you saw the the um the um fans that went to the hospital. They said that it was like roughly like 50-some people that night. But then the next day, Jim Kelly's wife, a former quarterback for the um, Buffalo Bills, who when they went to the Super Bowl four times and weren't able to win, but his wife, she um, rallied up um, a prayer circle of, like they said, 150 to 200 people to come out to the hospital that next day. I'm telling you, if you if you have never tried it for yourself, prayer, I'll tell you, it, was, it has been on full display since Monday. Prayer works. I don't care what anybody says. The God that I serve, prayer works. Um, but like I said, the, just to see the fans, um, you saw um, trade, um, uh, tra- Stephon Diggs going to the hospital, catching an Uber to the hospital. Um, you saw Zach Taylor, the, the coach for the um, Bengals. Arriving at the hospital, other teammates um going there, but just to see, like I said, the whole stadium was just so eerily quiet i just I just found that so remarkable. Uh, let's see here, Try to get everybody con Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Um, this is my mommy David Monk, John Downer. Uh Shasha, Sha, everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Of course, we are uh, kicking off the show with um, you know the um, uh, tragic um, injury to uh damar uh, Hamlin here um, but again saying that he grew up uh, oh I already said that about with dane jackson um, but the like I said just the camaraderie that and and um, what the NFL did. Uh, ladies, I don't know if you were, were aware of this, but that, that picture, the blue um, with the number three, Ploy for DeMar, how every NFL team at 3 o'clock on yesterday changed their social media profile to that same image. I thought that was phenomenal. Ladies, were you aware of that?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh.
1: Mm.
4: If I've never been more proud to be an NFL fan, I am at this moment. Um, like you said, Janelle, it kind of hits home to all of the rivalries and the animosity that you see uh, from Sunday to Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whenever. Um, you know, that's kind of what makes the game, <laughs> you know, if, 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 as fans, if we're being honest. Um, but I, I just I don't know how these players, how they go on from here the mindset that they'll have from now on. Because like I said, we know about injuries. Injuries are going to happen. But this right here is a totally different beast. Um, I'm, just, I'm just so thankful uh, for the NFL that they allowed these teams to make the decision not to play. Um, I don't even – well, I know it wasn't because both uh, Troy Vincent and Roger Goodell said that there was never even a thought to, play, to finish the game. Um, and as they said – they didn't even know when they're gonna resume it. And there's still no plan. Um we're gonna we're gonna to get to the, the football aspect of it um here in a little bit. But um yeah, I, I just the humanity that has been shown throughout the NFL is absolutely phenomenal. Um I do wanna to go to the phone lines here. We have someone who wants to chime in and talk to us. Nine oh four, six nine nine, you're on with the ladies.
2: You had to remember my phone number. Hey, 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 that's right. It is she, Queen Key. And that's double Because that E was so nice. My mama done it twice.
1: How you ladies like to doing tonight?
2: We are so Oh, and my goodness. Happy New Year, <laughs> young lady. Happy New Year, Leke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> happy
2: New Year, everyone. I miss you guys so much. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about... Uh, since you were on the Hamill situation before, you guys changed subjects. I have another meeting starting in about 20 minutes. But I wanted to put my little two cents in there. I was overwhelmed when I saw – I was a really, really small baby. I saw one player, my granddad was watching a game that was paralyzed on the field. And I remember the shock that went through my body as a little teeny girl seeing that. And it kind of reverted me back because I'm watching and I'm watching. I'm like, okay, next play, whoop, whoop, whoop. Then all of a sudden, I walked like I was going to the bathroom, and everybody was like, she said, build a wall around him and everything, and I had no idea what was going on. But when I saw the replay, my heart just skipped a beat because this little boy, and I don't want to call him a little boy because he is a grown man, but he's four years younger than my son, right? So the mother aspect in me then kicked in, Like That's somebody's baby. So I was really appreciative and grateful that they had the medical staff I was appreciative and grateful that they went up and got his mom out the stand and them both medical staffs and then I found out from a source that medical staff actually from Cincinnati Hospital they dispatched emergency um, staff from the hospital in case the ambulance you know because the ambulance was taking a while in the tunnel waiting for his mom to come down so they were sending people towards him as he was going towards hospital too so they had it all covered So I am am really grateful, and we need to give a lot of shout-out and kudos to the medical people who stepped up to take care of him in the instant. But what I wanted to talk about on the back end of that medical portion is that the NFL did a great job changing logos, did whatever they wanted to do, whatever. My concern for this young man is that he is 24. It is only his second year, and with the, the collective bargaining agreement, um, he may need long-term care that the NFL does not pay for. Mm-hmm. They, don't pay, uh, they, pay, they don't pay for disability, things of that sort. And since he's not one of those key players, like a top quarterback that got a bajillion dollars, I think this poor kid only made like $160,000 over the last two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, going, he going, they're going to spend that up with him being in ICU for three days. I would like to see them start questioning and putting more things in to implicate long-term care, medical care for players who are not the bajillion-dollar players who are injured. Am I, am I reaching on that, ladies, or what?
4: Well, no. Actually, um, I, I was going to talk about this aspect of it as well, but Troy Vincent actually spoke in a um, conference call today, and he said that uh, there's not going to be a problem he is going to work it out so that his medical will be covered because you're correct. And a player does not get full benefits until their third year in the season. So I don't know if Mm -hmm. a, a lot of people are aware of that, but yeah, you have to be literally in the league three years before you're even eligible for medical. But Troy Vincent said that he is going to find a way for this uh for DeMar to be covered, for his medical to be, to be I covered.
2: Think, I think that would going be wonderful. I and mean, it's not just for just for him. Like they're doing this for his situation. But I think it needs to be re- they could about to go back to the table in a couple of months, right? For the to rebargain. I think this I'm, is a good I'm situation sure it's definitely something that you know owner's that they can
4: front. revisit. But as of right now, I mean this needs to be done. Yeah. This needs to be attended to as of right now. They don't just need to wait now. for because, the owner's meeting.
2: now right. because that three million dollars that they're they're donating or six million dollars is up to now right now his family may need to very well use that for his medical care if, if you know, that the NFL doesn't, you know, step up and do it. I really mm-hmm. love the NFL, and I hope that they do the right thing. That was all I had to say, but I love you guys. And we love you right back, Bakita. <laughs> Thank you so
1: much for calling <laughs> me in.
4: All right. Don't be afraid. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. You hit us up on the timeline or call us up, and we'll get you right on in. Um, but yeah, I didn't know, ladies, if were you aware. Um, for first off, that you know players do have to be on um, be on the roster three years before they're eligible for medical. But Troy Vincent, he did in an NFL conference call today, um, said that they he was going to find a way for them to um, take care of of his um, medical. And its benefit i did I did know that um, I was waiting
0: for you because if I know you the way that I do, I know that you have touched on every aspect of this, and I was waiting for you to bring that up. I was aware of that, but I was not aware that they
4: were planning on taking
0: care of things for him that that is fantastic because I was worried about that.
4: That did warm my heart when I heard that today. And if anyone, um, I I don't know if it's out on uh, YouTube or anything, but I know that they played it on NFL Network. Um, If you want to try to find um, the interview with Troy Vincent, I mean, it has to be one of the most emotional um, uh, calls, um, interviews or whatever you want to consider it. Uh, I mean, this man, you could tell he – he is just personally affected, uh, probably from being an ex-player, a former player, um, still being close to the um, close to the league, but he was so emotional today, and you could feel in his spirit that he is going to do everything humanly possible, everything in his power to make sure that this young man is taken care of. Um, and I agree with Lakeisha, you know, it shouldn't just be for this one incident, but let's be real, this is unprecedented. We've never seen this happen before. So if he has to be the first case, I apologize, you know, anybody who hasn't had their, you know, situations taken care of for life, lifelong or long-term, I apologize for it. But this is Unprecedented circumstances So if there is anyone Who, who the, the needle needs to be moved for It is this young man here this, I, I have no problem with that um, 347-826-7924 That is the number to call To talk to the ladies tonight um, You mentioned it The um, charity uh, that he the GoFundMe that he had um, on his page ever since 2020. He put this GoFundMe together before he even got drafted into the league. <laughs> That's how um, you know long it's been. Uh, now one thing I do want to say, um, because his initial um, goal was 2500. Now before the accident, he or the, or the incident, I'm sorry, um, he had reached his goal. He was at 20, I think 29 thousand. So the the narrative that you know is just now. Don't get me wrong. Six million is is a big drastic difference from twenty nine thousand. But just kind of the narrative was like he couldn't reach his twenty five thousand. I just uh, I was like okay if y'all if you're gonna report it just report it accurately. Don't act like he only had two thousand in there and then now he has six 000, six million. But um, but yeah, he had twenty nine thousand at the start of Monday night's football game, and now it is um, a little over six million now. Um, again, just speaking to the to the testament of uh, the NFL community, um, sports as a whole. You know, it doesn't matter what league. Um, all the athletes have been reaching out, and again, just the, just the power of prayer um, and that it does work. Um, now, before I move to a different aspect of this. Um, Janelle, is there anything else that you did want to cover as far as health or what happened on the field, Ain't Lou, um, anything else?
0: No. No, ma'am, I think we're good.
4: All right. So with this, and we we do know, um, I I do want to ask this question, though, ladies. Um, Do you feel that if the players – could have received some type of update on the status of uh, Demar. Do you think they would have been willing to continue the game? Uh, this is just a, a no. weird question. Things to make the same. Okay, so you,
0: know, you-
4: no, I, I honestly don't believe that.
0: If you if you look back at at literally um, the devastation that some of these players were going through. I, I mean, several of them were holding each other, just bawling in tears. And and I just don't. I honestly don't believe that if they had been able to give it, got an, uh, get an update on on him, even in the in the situation that he's in right now, I don't think they would have been able to. I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to be able to continue on this week. I just don't see it happening.
4: Mm. You know how to set me up. Go ahead, girl. Uh, hey, Lou. I want you to just time in on the on the question real quick, though.
3: Um, I don't think that they would have uh, uh, played because, like I said, once they realized that, it's, that, you know, it was more serious than it looked, uh, I, I just think that, like I say, it's just in their minds, you know, and, and then people that are close to him, they wouldn't be able to play. And, and, you know, and I just think that even if they wanted to play or whatever, the, the – the, the coaches and, and, the, and the people that's in charge would have had enough. Would have been sensitive to, to just say no. We have to stop this. You know what I mean? Because like you said, that's the first time something like this has happened, and that was a, that was a serious uh, issue, serious situation.
4: Shout out to you, King Arthur. I see you in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Um, okay, so now let's let's go ahead and, and flip it. Um, as much as people you know may not want to talk about it or may think that it's insensitive or um I know Skip Bayless he got kind of reamed over the coals because of a statement that he made um the night of on, on Monday night um but I think reading is fundamental people um you have to and I think it's just you know sometimes it's if you don't like a person or you already have kind of disdain for somebody, you're really not going to take the time to digest exactly what it is that they're saying. You're just going to kind of. Thank you, Tina
0: Jackson, because (laughs) I said that exact same thing.
4: you talking about Skip Bayless in the comments? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, And especially T.O. I'm so disappointed in him. I'm like, T.O., okay, right now I just need for you to stay off social media. Because the way that you reacted, you acted like somebody stole your ball and come to find out you had stole the ball from somebody else. It's just absolutely ridiculous how he went off. talking about You need to lose your job and all this kind of stuff. Um, For those who don't know, you can go back onto Skip's um, Twitter page. But basically he was saying, you know, with the implications of this game, um, you know, how is the NFL going to basically make it up? Like, how are they going to do it? But then he came right back with, all of that is really irrelevant now, So it was a, but it's a question that eventually will need to be addressed. Let's be real. NFL is a business. Um, so ladies, that's why I said we're going to kind of pivot here a little bit, um, and I want you to put your GM hat. So I know we have absolutely no idea what the league is going to do, um, and to the listeners too, I want you to put on your GM hat. I want you to be, or your commissioner's hat, Roger Goodell. What, in your opinion, would be the best way to resolve this issue? I'm going to put out some, just some um, options here. Um, is it possible to call the game a tie, even though the Bengals were winning? Um, I don't know how fair it would be to call the game as it was, so that's why I'm not even going to put that on the table. But do you call the game a tie? And we know what ties, how ties can impact a record. Let's put it into perspective. The Buffalo Bills are going for the number one spot. We know the Buffalo Bills, the the record um, or the history that they've had in previous playoffs. Um, You can't go too far back into it and and think that far. You know, uh, there's a lot of things that probably can't or you shouldn't put into play in making this decision. But for Buffalo, I mean, this is, this is kind of rough for them, having gone to Kansas City and losing in the most gut-wrenching fashion. Um, to know what it would mean to have home field throughout, but do we know if they would have won the game? So, again, um, would a tie be feasible? Should they play the game? Should they have to go back? To Cincinnati, where this happened now, um, these are professionals. We know that. We know that they have played through other injuries and so forth. But the mental stability that it would take to to go back and replay this game, I can only imagine that it's going to to stir back up memory. I I can only assume that. Um, So is that an option, to actually finish this game? Or... Do you put it in a neutral I, – I, I mean, I just don't know if you do decide to play this game, where would you play it? I think it would have to be played in Cincinnati. But do you make it so that, to make it as fair as possible, you do have them play the game? And in order to do that, you would have to move the playoff schedule now. So where you normally have that bye week in between the division, the um, championship games, the AFC-NFC championship games, and then you have that week, and then you have the Super Bowl – do you move the playoffs back? But then what are the implications of that? You have, you know, there's a lot of intricacies that go in and make it. That's why they make the schedule in early April. Um, so, again, I'm just kind of throwing out ideas, or if you guys have or, or thought of any ideas, what do you think? Um, but just put your, your commissioner hat on, and what would you think uh, would be the best way to handle um this game being played, knowing the implications that it it holds. Um, Janelle, we'll have you start that off. And shout-out to you, Deneen, JB, I see you, Frederick. What's going on? But everybody on the timeline, I want you to put your commissioner, put your GM hat on. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, and this was another question I wanted to ask. Should they leave it up to the players? We know that it's the ownership that has the ultimate say. You know, they're the ones that are writing the check. But should it be left up to the ownership or should it be left up to the place? I know I threw a lot out at you, so I justed it and it hit me.
0: <laughs> um, okay, you did You did put a lot out there. And the <laughs> funny thing is I've been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, honestly, that at least for me, I would not want to play that game on that field I wouldn't want to finish that game On that field The thing about it is This game has so many implications Not only for the Bills But what happens um, Whoever wins this game It makes a difference Because of other teams There are other, there are other teams That are affected by this um, I, I, To be honest with you I've been thinking about this literally all day. I don't have a clue how they're going to go forward with this. I don't know how you how you move forward knowing that he's still in the situation that he's in. Um, I feel like even as a GM or even as a commissioner, my first priority has to be the humane portion of this. The fact that you're asking two teams who witnessed, I don't know if you've ever witnessed somebody going through CPR before, but that is a very heavy thing to to swallow. You're asking two teams who witnessed him go through this to complete a game. I, I just, that's why, and that's why I also said, I don't know how they're going to, how they're going to get through. Um, this this schedule as it as it is. It, it's just it, this is a very different situation than what we've experienced in the past, and I'm sure that this is probably the first time for some of those players to have ever experienced this. So it, it's it, it's it's a lot being tied to this one situation. It honestly is. I can't. Um, for me, as a person, I, there's no way I would be able to ask these players to do this. This would have to be something that they would have to come together, um, come together, and say we are willing to do it. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't,
4: I, I couldn't ask them to
0: go forward
4: with it. I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off. But hold, hold that thought. Robert Garcia says, cancel the game and move on. As I said, I'm trying, to, whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm trying to be as interactive with. Um, Sorry, y'all. The camera's about to fall there. Uh, interactive with the um, people on the timeline, so I want to get their thoughts in everywhere as too. But uh, yeah, Robert says cancel the game and move on. Shout
0: out to you, Wayne. I see the
4: problem is,
0: the problem is the implications that this game holds right now. Canceling it is not going to solve a lot of things that we've got to figure out. All
4: right. All right. Hey, Lou. What do you think?
3: I think that, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, we could, we could make it a tie or something. But really, the Bengals was winning at seven to three, and uh, and uh, you know, with something like this, but but if they don't they don't have a win or a loss for this particular game, then it's a shortage, correct?
4: Well, not necessarily a shortage. I mean, it would just be like if they ended up tying. So then the tie, now you have to go into what does the tie mean. You have to go into divisional records. You have to go into, um, you know, uh, sometimes um, not strength of schedule, but um, your, your win, win percentage, like how, how, how much did you win by in your game. There's a lot that can go into if a tiebreaker has to literally decide who sits one, who sits
3: two. Yeah, they're gonna to have to sit down and discuss it. But discuss it. Um, I, I just think they need to sit and discuss it, and they could get input from the uh, players as well. You know, for some situation like this, because it's a hard, uh, it's a hard decision. It really is.
4: It, it definitely is, and and that's why I'm saying everybody. I know it's there, there's no right answer, but that's why I want you to put. I want you to put your commission. If you could be commissioner for a day, I know this would probably not be, want to be the ones one of the things that you have to address. I understand that. But if you could be commissioner for that, what would you think is the best way to to remedy this situation? Frederick says, I want to get everything that people are saying here. See more. Hold on. There we go. Frederick says, they have to play that game like next week and just move the start of the playoffs the following week. Therefore, the Super Bowl would be a week later than scheduled. Oh, okay. So, Frederick, are you saying to – You're saying to move everything a week but keep the bye week in between the division championship game and the Super Bowl. I want to make sure I understand that right. So you say move everything back, meaning that – so when would they play the game, though? Because they can't play it on Monday because they have to play it on Sunday. So you're saying would they play – the following sunday and they would be the only game on sunday what day are you saying that they should play but let me read that back just in case he says they have to play that game like next week and just move the start of the playoffs the following week therefore the super bowl would be a week later than scheduled you got to think about scheduling at and where the super bowl is tickets have been bought plane tickets hotels people's jobs um just the schematics everything that's That's something that you have to take into consideration, too. I'm just throwing it out there, but I want to hear everybody's thoughts. JB says, exactly, not playing the game punishes more than the Bengals' bills. It's no right answer. Exactly. I understand that. Uh, The best thing is probably move the playoffs back a week and not have to buy before Super Bowl. Okay. Wayne says, conference points if it comes to a tie. Okay. Yeah, so the conference, uh, how you did in your conference would come into play uh, if they did decide to tie it. Uh, Let's see, my mommy says, sounds good to me, family. It's going to be hard for the Bills to relive that particular game, yeah. Uh, Okay, so Frederick's saying play it on that Thursday. Okay, okay, ladies, so Frederick's saying play the game uh, the following Thursday and then move the playoffs back a whole week, if I got that correctly. Is that how y'all understood that, ladies?
0: Yeah, that's how I understood it, and it and it it makes sense. It definitely makes sense to do it that way.
4: Um, well, Lakeisha says I say play on Thursday night football next week, and you won't have to change the timeline. Well, you would but because the teams done, that don't play yes, on you Thursday would night they don't play on Sunday. Yeah, you you, exactly. you can't expect them to play in three days. No, you can You can't do that. Phil, what's going on with you? Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Willie, thank you so much for tuning in. Marvel, thank y'all. And I'm posing the question to everybody. I want you to put your commissioner hat on, put your GM hat on. How would you how would you rectify this, this situation with the game? Do you call it a draw? Do you call it a tie? Um how do you how do you move it into the schedule? Do you move the playoffs back a week? Um, do you cancel the bye week in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. If you were commissioner for a day, how would you resolve this issue with having to play the game? Because, again, we understand the health and well-being of DeMar Hamlin is first and foremost. No one is denying, not saying that, or nothing. But we have to be realistic, and at the end of the day, this is a business, and the games will go on. Not... If they go on, not they might go. They will go on. (laughs) You know, they're going to play. It's just a matter of how are they going to put this game back into the schedule if they can. So I just want you all to put your your commissioner's hats on. And and what would you do if you were um, the commissioner? It says they have four-day turnarounds all season. Uh, No, Lakeisha, if you play on Thursday night football, you don't play on Sunday. Nobody's done that. Now, if you play on Monday, yeah, then you can play on Sunday. But nobody's ever played on Thursday night football and then played that following weekend. That's that's too much. I think that's too much. Um, but, um, okay, so, Janelle, you're saying, um, I'm sorry, Boo. It's got a lot on my mind here. <laughs> Let's see. Jackie says, if they play Thursday, that three games in a week, can't have that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely Thursday's not an option. I don't think. If if we're saying that we want to keep the playoff schedule the same, that's what I'm saying. You can't have them play Thursday no, night. No, I pick think up. the playoff schedule
0: needs to be moved. I need. I think the playoff schedule needs to be moved. They, they obviously they can't. Um, there's already a game that's scheduled for this week. The following Thursday, they will be able to play that game. But you have to put a gap weekend. You have to add an additional weekend. There's
4: no way around it. Yeah, but I'm I'm so sorry. I just I forgot what you said because just trying to go through all this. Um, Oh, okay, that's what she meant. Okay, right, that's what I meant. And a short week when you play on Sunday, then play again on Thursday. True, true. Yeah. Now if you play Sunday and then play Thursday, but that's still four days. If you play Thursday and then turn back around Sunday, that's not going to work. So you're saying to the Lakeisha is saying to move the playoffs back a week. Okay, I got you. Um, and that's what you're saying, Janelle, to move to move the whole playoffs back a week, not get rid of the yeah. Five weeks
0: they, okay, yeah, it has to. They have to give them more time. They, you can't be unfair to them just because we're in a situation.
4: All right. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two, or hit us up on the timeline. with your thoughts? Uh, happy new year till you see green i see you in the house um let's see frederick says before i give my thoughts let's see more thing. okay frederick says one thing for sure the other teams that's in the playoffs will have an advantage with the week off bills and Bengals won't exactly that's if you push it back now mind you everybody's going to have an extra week then. And we all know this is, you know, a good time to get um, the reason that the teams want to get the first the first seed is so that they can get that extra week, you know, to get people healthy and everything. But then think about the momentum. You know, sometimes having a week off isn't good. Sometimes you just want to keep playing. Now they're going to have, you know, if you give everybody a week off except for the Bills and the Bengals, is that really fair? Um, it's... It, it, Like JB said, there is no right answer. Um, I just wanted to pose the question. You know, I love dialogue and and, and just, you know, hearing hearing people's thoughts. Um, To me, I would leave it up to the team. I would conference the coaches uh, because, honestly, I don't think that this is a decision that the owners should be able to make. Before I go any further with that, ladies, what do you think about that thought? About the players and the coaches being able to make the decision, and not the owners.
0: I definitely mentioned. Um, I, I said that I, I would have to get the players' thoughts on this. This is not, and not not the coaches. I literally mean the players. I understand that the coaches are, you know, a part of this scenario as well. But before I could move forward on anything, I would have to talk to the players.
4: But when but in speaking with the players, would you consider what the owners said is what is what I'm saying. I wouldn't even consider what the owners want. It would be up to the No, literally up I, to no the players.
0: because it's not I, and I understand, let's just be fair. Let's be let's be honest about this. A football player to an owner is nothing but a commodity. I get that. But you can't as a person, you can't force me to go out there and do something I'm not willing to do. I don't care how much you pay on me.
4: Bingo, because check this, if you talk to the owners and the owners say what they want to do, it, it's nothing for the, for the uh, players to be like, I'll sit out, I'll forfeit, I'll come up with right. an injury. You can't say I'm not injured. You can't say, uh, you know, as a player, if, if the ownership tried to take that, that stance or the commissioner not speaking to the players, oh, yeah, I think it would be a coup. But I really don't think they would go there. I, I really don't, especially these two organizations, because I don't know for sure, but I don't even think it was discussed. I mean, I think that the coaches made that decision. They looked at their players, especially Sean McDermott. Um, he even said, you know, I need to be at the hospital with my, with my player. Um, we're not playing this game. We're not finishing this game. And I don't think he consulted anybody, and I commend him for that. Uh, Reginald says, heck, the players would definitely take a week. Well, yeah, I mean, but they wouldn't have a choice if, if they if they pushed it back, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying though, that the Bengals and the and the um, Bills, they wouldn't have the, the week off. Um, let's see. JB says, do you just go with captains, vets, or what? Um, Okay. Uh, Janelle, I want to hear your thoughts on this as well. JB asks, do you just go with the captains and vets, or do you go with the whole team? Um, in, in my whole opinion, team. it
0: has to be the whole team. I understand that the captains, the captains hold, you know, hold a little bit more uh, when it comes to decision-making and things like that, but in all honesty, it would have to be the whole team because everybody was affected by that.
4: Exactly. Hey, Lou, what do you think? Captains advance or the whole team?
3: Uh the team. Well, yeah,
4: the team. wants so. Yeah, I'm agreeing with, with you, Janelle. I know that the the captains um, they hold a special, you know, a, a special rank, um, but I don't think that anybody can speak for anybody in this in this situation here, because as a you know, I think there's different different relationships um, that are involved here, um, and as a captain, you may want to do what's, I would hope you would want to do what's best for your for your comrades, but um, no, I think this should be a team team decision. What do you think, JB? Uh, let's see. JB says, "What happens if half players want to play, other half don't?" Mm. Ladies, I'm ask the question again. Uh, what happens if half the players want to play, the other half don't?
0: That that's going to be a problem. That is definitely going to be a problem because, essentially, then you're looking at having to um, having to bring someone else in to help make the decision. And if you make the wrong decision, half the players are still going to sit out.
4: Uh, Hey Lou, what do you think with that?
3: Yeah, that would be a problem. Um... Someone would have to, the de- is- is- is deciding factor, someone is going to have to come in there and, and-, and decide it. If, if it uh, doesn't want to play or whatever, either you're going to do it or you're not.
4: All right. Lakeisha says, I would take a blind vote to decide amongst the players. And JB, you're saying exactly, so you're saying exactly that you don't know what would happen in that situation. Le- honestly, I say if half, I don't think it's going to be even. you got 53 players. Can't be even. So you're gonna have one person. You're gonna have one that's that's you know more at least by one one vote. But if it's that close, maybe that's when you leave it up to the coach. Because don't all the captains have the same rank? Correct me if I'm wrong, Janelle. I mean, there's not like one lead captain and then other captains. Everybody with a seat on their chest. Like no, they, they, hold they
0: the same. no, no. If I'm not mistaken, they don't hold the, the same rank. They do have captains that are. Captains and then captains that are co-captains that are stepped down from
4: them. Okay, but they do have a certain certain number of captains that are on the same level, right?
0: Correct. Correct.
1: Yep. Um, and, that's
4: when you give it up to a vote for them. You know, I I really don't think that. Well, I don't. We don't know. We've never been in this situation. Um, but I can. Do you think that the majority? I would think that the majority of the team would rule the same way. I would think I don't know, but then that's just the Bills. What about the Bengals? Right, you know, we're we're looking at the Bill side of it. What about the Bengals? But like Joe Burrow said, there was no question that they were not finishing that. You know that they were going to uh, finish that game on on Monday. Everybody said that that was a wrap. So would they be? I don't.
1: I don't know, y'all.
4: I don't. Because the, the, the Bengals, they you know they have a, they have skin in this game too, you know they want to be as high uh, in in the standings you know to, to get their home games as well. Let's see, LaKeisha says captains of each section, but they have ranks. Okay, that's what I you're right. I, I did know that. So each uh, defense, offense, and so forth. Okay, let's see. I love this, y'all. Keep the dialogue coming. Okay, Frederick says, I don't think that they are going to play that game, though. So I see them meeting up in the playoffs in Buffalo or Cincy. The league will make sure of that. Mm, okay. JB says, yes, what about Bengals? There is money on the line for a lot of players. That's true. That's, that is true. That's, that's the sticky part of it because at the end it is a business. Um, but I still think that they need to give it up to the players. Because let's just, what if they are okay with a tie? Um, You just hate the what if game. And I said especially for the Buffalo Bills (laughs) because of the, you know, just the situations that they found themselves in in previous previous playoffs. And if they don't get the number one seed due to whatever reason, if the game isn't played, if they give them a tie, you know, they they may emotionally not even be in that game and lose the game. Does that, is that really fair to make – I don't know. But let's just say if they do have to end up in Kansas City for the AFC Divisional Game and they lose, all the what-ifs, but then what if they win? I don't
1: know.
0: It definitely is a lot of what-ifs in this situation. It, it, and that's just like you said, what if they decide that you know to go ahead and agree to a tie? I can't see them doing that because – Everybody wants that, that top spot right now. It, it makes a huge difference who you're going to play, where you land, who's, who's going to be the person you're going to be playing against first. It, it makes a difference whether or not you'll be playing at all for that first week. It, it makes a difference. It's just
4: it, it's not that simple. I do not envy Roger Goodell at this moment. Now, what I also think should come into play, though, there should be no decision made until this weekend. Because let's say that Buffalo lays an egg and they don't win. Then do you think that should come into play? Because, I mean, if they don't win, then, of course, you know, they could have won on Monday. A lot of would have, could have, if, and all that. But if they don't win on Sunday, I think that kind of opens the door a little bit maybe for the tie situation. I don't know. Just my opinion. What do you all think? Hold on, let me go to the – let me go here. Derek and Marie, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Frederick says, my money – uh-oh. My money held up in – stop, stop, Frederick. He says his money is held up in the fantasy championship. Um, he's, oh, no, they're coming in, they're coming in. I have the lead. They need to decide something so I can get me. Okay, Frederick, there you go. There you go with that fantasy. Okay, uh, Wayne says –
1: uh, oh, come on.
4: Wayne says just go ahead and make it a tie. It is not like you don't have ties in the NFL and nothing has to be moved. This is a this is a truly unfortunate situation, so just go ahead with the NFL schedule. Okay. Ladies, thoughts on that.
0: I I have a problem with that whole tie situation. I honestly do. Uh, it's it's one thing if the players agree to it, if, the, if both teams, you know, if everybody, coaches and all agree to it, but I, I just can't see them agree, agreeing to that. It, it's too much riding on where you land, who you play, because, you know, everybody doesn't play, you know, the same teams the same way. There are some, some teams that have problems with playing against other teams. Uh, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying, right, mm-hmm. Tina? Yeah, I just I I, I can't. I I just can't. I can't agree to that.
3: Neither can I. Because if you look at it, the Bengals were up seven to three, and we don't know how the outcome would have been because the game didn't make it, you know, to the end. However, uh, so they probably they're going to have to play to make a decision, you know, on that particular one, so that they can have either win or loss, and, and you know. In their, you know, on their record, but um, I just don't think that it should be a tie. Now, if they were seven to seven, then we can just say it was a tie game, you know. But seven to three is different.
4: You know, and Lou, you bring up a good point. So, could you just call the game and give it to the Bengals?
3: That's what I'm saying because they were up, you know. And I, I unfortunately, what happened to uh, uh, Demar, but. Um, you know, like I said, it was 7-3, to three, and it was, it was, you know it was going to be a night. You know that, that game was going to be a hot game. You, 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 you could just tell, you know, the way they, they had started out and everything. But we don't know because it ended, you know, um, horrible. So.
4: Derek says, I don't believe they will play that game. I really believe they shouldn't play unless they push everything back a week. You know, it's just it's not going to be fair to everyone at the end of the day. Nobody's really going to come out ahead of this. Um, but to me, I think if you do the tie, that's that would give Buffalo – didn't Buffalo beat Kansas City?
0: They sure did. In September, they beat them.
4: So that's what I'm saying. If you give them the tie, that would give them the number one spot. Um, I don't know. That's why I wanted to ask the question. And thank you all. 347 7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. So I tell you what, we're going to put a quick pen in it. Um, we will jump to a quick break. And then on the outside of this, um, hey, Luke, did you uh, do a, a Lucinda's lyrics this week?
3: Girl, I always do.
4: Okay, all right, I just was making sure. <laughs>
3: Yeah,
4: yes.
3: did, did she just sit you down and tell you to hush child? Is that what that <laughs> was? Oh, was? Oh my goodness. We ran too much, like but right a... y'all to know I'm always remember this, ain't Louis instant in and out of season. Unless I didn't text you and say, I G I don't have it. I think I did that one time, didn't I? Maybe. I don't know. Uh
4: uh-uh. uh. No, you ain't never did that.
1: Okay, well then I won't point. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I think the question I should have asked you, um, will it be football related or will it be uh, personal so I know what music to play?
3: Oh, uh, football. I have football in personal. You know, I be mixing it. I'm just a mixer. You can it
1: Look, look. Look, look.
4: All right, ladies, so I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and jump into our break. And then on the outside of that, uh, we'll pick it up, the conversation. We'll see where it takes us, all right? But, of course, right now it is roll call time. Janelle, are you with me?
0: Yes, ma'am. I'm in the house. And Aunt Lou, what say you?
3: Aunt Lou is here, <laughs> and she doesn't plan to disappear.
1: <laughs> you better Good
3: know <laughs> It is the triple
4: threat in the house tonight. Ain't Lou, Danelle, and TJ. We'll be right back after the break.
1: secret ladies love sports too with pj
4: oh yes they do 347 is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on ll sports 2 and just in case you needed a reminder he is an on-time god may not be there when you want him but he's always always right on time just like this lady right here That's why i don't know why i asked the question my apologies because it is time it is time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us
1: tonight? Happy New Year, LL
3: Sports Two. Welcome back. I have week seventeen news for you. Two of our teams won and the Broncos lost a game. Watching the Broncos playing play can be such a strain. The sluggish chiefs beat them 27 to 24. This was their 15 consecutive time winning this war. Despite Mahomes picked far on in the end zone, they pulled it off at home, refusing to be dethroned. Bronco's first year head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, was fired. Jerry Rosberg is the newly hired. The Falcons slid past the Cardinals 20 to 19. They actually endured to the end on the scene. Congratulations. The Cardinals have had four quarterbacks in four weeks due to all the injuries that have peaked. The game of the week was the 49ers over the Raiders. Yes, I'm glad they won. They refused to allow Las Vegas to be invaders. They went into overtime to break the 34 34 tie and defeated the Raiders at home on a 37 34 high. Those 49ers are on a nine game winning streak and everywhere they go, havoc is wreaked. On a somber note, we will continue to pray for Hamlin's recovery To come out of the coma and healing Indeed Nothing is too hard for God If you believe Let's praise him for tomorrow's healing And we will receive
1: Pray
3: Everything will be (laughs) Alright Alright Alright
4: Awesome job, Aunt Lou. Thank you, Colleen. As always, I was trying not to run over my cord there. Sorry about that. Awesome, awesome job. Oh, hold on. i
1: got to bring your nail in. Oh, Lord,
0: mercy. Whew. All right, ladies. Okay. TJ, oh, yes, I, have, I have a question for you, but before I have a question for you, I need to ask Miss Lucinda something. Okay, so, Miss Lucinda, did you get a chance to watch your Broncos play? Uh, no, I didn't.
3: I was in at church. Okay. I yeah, kind of I I figured you didn't see
0: the game because they actually were putting up a fight. They, they, they actually were trying to play the game as opposed to what they had been doing, although they did still lose. But I'm just curious as to how you feel about this whole situation that your Broncos
4: are going through right now.
3: now
4: do you think they should have uh, got rid of Hackett?
3: Well, was him and Russell Russell clashing, or he was was he making all the calls, or, what, or was it Russell? Because I've heard two different stories on that.
4: Yeah, that's, I think that's it. I think we don't really know. It just mm-hmm. it was the the uh, bottom line was that they didn't get along a long time.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, so Nina got this new guy in there. Well, I just hope Russ with this man gone that he improved. But you know, I just hope, keep hope alive, keep hope alive. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. You know, coming into twenty twenty I thought I would have a decision and um I just don't know. Uh what a, what I'm gonna do. I just might have to drop football. <laughs> well, I, I,
1: I, well, I don't know about dropping
0: football, but I will I don't know about dropping football, but I will tell you that you still have a pass from me. And TJ, if you decide to hop back on the Seahawks chain, that's all I'm saying.
4: You have to hold off. you got to make up your mind though before the before yes. season starts. Up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Before the
3: new season starts. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, I got some time here, but uh, Janelle, um, just seeing the score, I know that they were fighting back. I just know that, but they do that. They, they you know, they they play You know, they it's just they they just so wishy washy. they no, like, like
4: They ain't been doing that this year. They ain't played
3: no, nothing. No no, 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 I'm saying though they, they, they get close, but you know they don't ever get close enough to win it. Which no, is I They ain't been doing that this No,
0: Miss Lucinda, you would have no, had to see to that rocker. game. You could definitely see that there was a difference in the play quality, It was a difference in the players. They were actually playing that game this, this past week.
3: Okay, well I missed that one. But uh, and plus, I don't have NFL, which is something that I will not be without ever again. You heard me.
0: Yeah, I don't know how people live a, a football season without having the NFL Network. That's that's impossible. Um, TJ, so I wanna I wanna ask you a question. I wanna this is this is leading into what I was just talking to you about. So right as of right now, they have the Bills in the AFC second seed and the Bengals in the third seed. Now, had the Bengals won that game? they actually would have been in the second seat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In addition to that, if they had if they win this game that they're that's coming up against the Ravens, um, they actually will have a, a back to back back to back AFC champion. Now here's my problem with this. If they if they remain at the third seed, they're gonna end up playing the Ravens back to back. Because right now the Ravens are sitting at the sixth seed and New England is at the seventh seed. And this is what I was talking about. It this this game that, that um, that's lingering in the air right now, it's gonna make a huge difference about what's going to happen going forward.
4: I know. So that's I know, why that's to say, the implications are 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 at the at the highest of extremities <laughs> that's that's really the i mean I hate to say it but that's the problem that's the dilemma because of the importance of of what this game was and so now it's just a matter of really how important is it now is it more important than the health and well-being of a player in this league That's the bottom line, because really, what will we know in three more days? Prayerfully, you know, he will be—he'll, you know, he'll um, be—he'll be alive. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, Um, but hopefully, he'll be breathing on his own. You know,
0: yeah, I did see an interview with his uncle where he said that they got his oxygen um, now down to fifty percent, and he's making improvements. So let's hope and pray that he'll. That, that he actually continues to make improvements and, and will be able to pull out of this. Because I can't imagine what will happen in the league if he doesn't. Because just like that situation that happened with Tua uh, literally changed the way that things are being done, I
4: think that this is going to have
0: huge implications about what's going to happen going
4: forward. Well, you know, and I think that's, that's the big mystery, too, because we don't know what happened. I mean, let's be real. We have seen hits on the football field that were 3,000 times worse than that. And a player jumps right back up, get in the huddle, and keep it moving. Or they might be knocked out for a while, get a concussion. Um, or, you know, might have an injury. I don't want to just dismiss it like that. But we have seen worse hits but did not see the outcome of what we've seen, where a man is get, receiving CPR on the field. So this leads to believe he may have underlying conditions. Maybe we don't know. I'm not a doctor, but my question, the question that I really hope that that the medical people and the doctors can answer, what caused this? Because I don't believe that it had anything to do with the hit. Now, they were saying that this could be, you know, one of those, one of the most unusual things where where your heart, you can hit your heart at the wrong time and it causes it to that uh, ventricle. Then, I mean, let me try to say it, but where your heart gets out of rhythm, arrhythmia, and then you yeah, because we then you can die from that? Yeah, we,
0: we've we seen that. I was just going to say, we've seen that happen to kids on the football field. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So, you know, of course you have doctors that are speculating right now, but where he got hit, it was a direct hit to the chest. So if that's what it is, then, I mean, what's the likelihood of that happening? um I mean, how long have we been watching football, and it has happened. But that's, again, that's not to say that it can't ever happen again. Um, but is it that, or is there just some underlying issue with Demar? Um, that's the big question now. What what happened? And um, again, you know, w- what state will he be in as of Sunday? Again, the Bills might lose to the Patriots. That's going to be a whole different scenario. Yep. Um, what if the Bengals lose to the Ravens? That's a whole different scenario. That's going to be, and, and if if the Bengals do end up what, with the three seed, you, you said that they would be up against the Ravens again, right? Yeah. Meaning seeing them three times in a row, that's the same thing that happened with my 49ers and the, and the Rams last year. We met them back-to-back, and that's why we lost, because we had beat them twice. So I have to go back and look at the schedule, um, at the record, but I believe Cincinnati beat the Ravens twice, well, they've already beaten them once, so we'll have to see. You know, if they beat them again, and if they do, that doesn't spell spell good uh, recipe for the Bengals. But any given Sunday, and the the curse has got to be broken at some point.
0: True story. I mean, oh. and, and to uh, to be on on Joe Burrow's side for a minute, he's been breaking curses all year. F- yeah, he beat the Browns, which he's never done before. I mean, he's it, he has been on it oh. this year, so this could be. I mean, if, if this could be his year? Alone, yep. Yes. That, so the, who knows if this could be his year? I I don't know, but I just know that this this whole scenario is just it is as sad as it is. It just it really stinks. It really does. Right.
4: So I. We uh, posed this question on the timeline here while we were in break, so I just want to pose it to you, ladies, and then we'll we'll move on to week eighteen. Um, so, what happens if they don't play the game? What does that mean for the standings? Is that fair? And that means we're going to be right where
0: we are, and it's going to make what's going to make the difference is the games that they're playing this week. But it'll fair? it'll end up with the Bills being in the second seed and the and the Bengals being in the, in the third seed. Uh, unless if like they you said, win the, they right if they win
4: what is that fair
0: I, honestly, it's not, but what can you do you you honestly can't you can't force someone to to uh play through something that they would would consider a tragic situation and and have them traumatized throughout an entire game because like you said. That them playing this game, the bills may not be in it. They they could possibly be thinking about what happened, you know, during the game that they ended up stopping. So I just I I, I don't know how this plays out. Let let's just I, I re I honestly don't. But either way, somebody's going to be upset because it's not going to be fair to somebody,
4: right? At the end of the day, and that's the bottom line. Somebody's not going to be happy. There's there is no there's no happy. Uh, I hate to say that word, but Somebody's going to be upset, or have questions, or not be okay with the with the outcome. But only thing, as I always say, time will tell. We will just have to wait and see. Um, but at the end of the day, we just continue to pray that Demar Hamlin will be with us um, while these players have to, you know, put back on their their you know helmets and uniforms and and go out here and play this game. But and you hope and
0: pray that this doesn't get in somebody's head and, and keep them from playing the way they normally would.
4: 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports 2. Man, the time flies. I actually didn't think we would be on that long. So thank you all for uh, engaging in the conversation um, we definitely appreciated all of the dialogue and everything, so um, thank you for that. All right, um, so real quick, I'm just going to go through the um, just the wins and losses here for Week 17 because I really want to talk about the Week 18 matchup. So, uh, Cowboys, they beat the Titans 27-13. Browns beat the Commanders, I wasn't expecting that one. 24-10, to shout-out to Deshaun oh, Watson. Um, the Bucks came back and beat the Packers, I'm sorry, the Panthers uh, 30-24. to uh you had the Saints. Who that nation? Well I tell you they 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 that when they when people don't think they're gonna be that. Oh no that's right, okay. <laughs> um, Saints beat the Eagles twenty to ten. Thank you though. We needed that. Um Colts Colts just need to go ahead and uh forfeit. Uh they lost to the Giants thirty eight to ten. <laughs> um, Jaguars, uh they beat down the Texans, Texans and the and the Colts, they can go ahead and retire together. Uh Jaguars beat thirty one to three. Bears took a beating from the Lions, uh, losing 41-10. The Dolphins and the Patriots, this was a great game. I I had a feeling it would be, uh, but no tour, and it was a problem. Uh, Patriots won 23-21. Chargers put a beat down on the Rams, 31-10. Seahawks took care of business, uh, having Geno Smith back. I don't know why I thought that the Jets would win. I thought that the defense would show up, but I was wrong. Seahawks 23-6. And uh, the Vikings, they just look like a total hot mess. Uh, Packers beat them down 41-17. Steelers, they pulled it out. Tomlin right now has a winning record. Uh, Steelers 16, um, Ravens 13. Of course, no Monday Night Football. Shout-out to the Falcons pulling it out in the nick of time, uh, beating the Cardinals 20-19. Chiefs barely pulled it out over the Broncos 27-24. And my Raiders, I'm sorry, my Niners, uh, finally put it out on the Raiders in overtime. Thank you, Robbie Gould, for making this one more interesting than it need to be. Uh, But we beat them in overtime 37-34.
0: All right. Which that game was way closer than I thought it was ever going to be.
4: Yeah, but, you know, the Ravens, goodness, the Raiders and the 49ers, they always play play some serious games, uh, close games, too, just because of that rivalry. Um, Shout-out to the AFC Players of the Week, Chargers running back Austin Eckler on offense, Patriots defensive back Kyle Duggar on defense, and Browns punter Corey Borquez on special teams. NFC Players of the Week, Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans, defensive end Cameron Jordan, and cornerback kick returner Kayshaun Nixon. All right. Um, All right, ladies. So not necessarily – well – yeah I think I do. I want to start on the picks because I want to talk really about the um about the games here, so let us uh
1: here we go here we go
4: hold on everybody. week eighteen y'all
1: week
0: eighteen yet another reason for us to be depressed.
4: Week 18, Um, but, all right, so we have two Saturday games, Um, Chiefs and the Raiders and the Titans and the Jaguars, but the Titans and the Jaguars, they are playing for the AFC South, who is more, um, who are you more surprised that they're still, like, that they're about to, they could possibly make the playoffs, the Jaguars or the Lions, who do you say? The Jazz. Um, The Jazz, okay, Ain't Lou, who do you think?
3: Oh, uh, the the Lions. I didn't think the Lions was going to do what they've been doing lately. They were like, when I bet against them, they always winning.
0: <laughs> okay, but she gave you the choice between the Jaguars
4: or the Titans, though. So. Did you say the Jaguars or the Titans? No, no, you no, said no I said Jaguars, Jaguars or Lions. I did say Lions. I said, who are you more surprised that's in the hunt for the playoffs, the Jaguars, the Jaguars, Jaguars or the Lions,
3: mm-hmm. seeing as mm-hmm. how they and were my- so irrelevant last year? Yeah, it's the Lions for me.
0: See, but the with the Lions they've been playing good ball. They've been losing. The gangsters they've been losing they've been losing close game. Even last year we said that their defense was really good last year. It's the Jags for me because they have been losers for a very long time now.
4: Yeah. And it just shows you what a difference a coach can make. It really does. Because um uh what's the name? Peterson. He came in there, and he has totally changed that culture. I believe he is um, playing Trevor Lawrence to his strengths. And the Jaguars, they, they are a good team. They are competitive, mm-hmm. and they don't quit. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really, really good game, uh, Titans and Jags on Saturday. Um, let's see. Um, well, the Bucs, they did win the division, barely. Thank God, finally somebody won it. Stop it now. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, no, no, no. They we we deserve that because the the South has literally
0: been the NFC South has literally been the absolute worst division this year. Period. But I, I wanna I wanna say something to you about this whole situation with the Chiefs now. Am I? I cannot remember if the Chiefs actually clinched the division, or if it depends. Or if it makes a difference, what happens? Because if I um, before I know before last week, um, it actually they were still fighting, uh, fighting mm-hmm. to get the division. It made a difference as to what was going on with the Bills and
4: and the uh, Bengals. No, the Chiefs have won the division. They were just they're fighting okay. for the number okay. one spot now. So now there is yeah. between them okay. and the Bills who's getting number one. Yeah.
0: No, that's what I meant for the number one spot. That's what I meant yeah. for the number one spot.
1: Okay, so what happens if
0: they lose this game
4: against the Raiders? Well, if they lose and the Bills win, well, see, I don't know. Now, because, well no, if the Bills win, yeah, they talked about this. If the Bills win and the Chiefs lose, then the Bills get the number one spot because they beat the Chiefs earlier in the season. Okay. So that's where that strength of conference comes into. If they don't replay the games, of course, the one game.
3: DJ, who won last week, the
4: picks? Well, I don't uh I, I I thought as far as the picks, um, we would just not count count the the last, you know, the Monday night game. So if we do that, Terry and I tied. We were twelve and three. And then you came in second, I believe. Uh, hold on. Yeah. So Terry and I tied, you were second and Janelle was third. Twelve and
3: 3, 11 like? and
1: four,
4: and ten and five. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I was going to talk to you ladies about that. I just think it would be fair to just not count that game, so we'll just have huh? the fifteen games instead of sixteen.
3: Right. That makes sense.
4: Um. All right. Let's see. Oh well. We may maybe we should go ahead and. Okay, well, let's go ahead. We'll just talk about the games and we'll do our picks at the same time. So, um, like I said, Saturday is the Chiefs at the Raiders. Who y'all got? Hey.
0: The Chiefs.
4: Okay. Hey, Lou, you said Chiefs.
3: Yes, ma'am.
4: Okay, but let me tell you something. um, Spidum, ha ha ha, He sure enough look good on Sunday. Okay. uh, The Raiders carved us up for 300 and some yards. The best defense. Yeah. Devontae Adams, I'm glad we don't have to see him. No more.
3: So who you have, TJ?
0: Do you know what's interesting? What's going to be interesting is to see what happens uh, with this whole car situation because I want to know if
4: Devontae's staying, if lee. Well, let me tell you something. Stidham proved to me that he might need to be uh, QB number one. Because somebody got a, got me on speaker. Um, but because um, the main thing everybody was talking about was like, how are you going to put uh, Stidham in against the best defense? And it's like you just want him to fail. But uh, Josh McDaniels must have known he, what he was doing because Stidham looked he looked excellent. Matter of fact, between Purdy and Stidham, With them both being rookie quarterbacks, I think it was 1A, 1B. Um, Purdy looked a little – he just made a couple of bad throws. uh, But, you know, I'm glad he's getting it out now. A couple of open people that he missed. But Purdy still, to me, looked good. He looked better than Garoppolo looked all season to me. That's just me. Uh, But Stidham, he looked very, very poised. Um, And the interception that he threw in overtime, that was just because I have the best defensive player in the league, Bosa. Bosa just moved the offensive man right into him, and, and there's nothing he could do. So um, but yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. But yeah, Janelle, I think that um, I don't think there's a quarterback controversy. I think Stidham earned the job because if you could look like that against the 49ers defense and yeah, and I mean he was he was getting that ball to Devontae Adams like it was no tomorrow, and Devontae was catching it. Oh my goodness, oh I forgot how good he but was. But you know,
0: the only reason Devontae came to the Raiders was because of Carr.
4: Uh, the way that Devontae was catching those balls on Sunday, I think he's going to be all right. I think he will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> he looked good. He looked like a resurgence of Devontae Adams. He really did. So he'll get over it. Oh, we'll see. But I don't, I don't think he's going to be um, chasing De- uh, Derek Carr too many times or too many things. Okay, so let's see here. So we have the um, Saturday night game. The Like I said, the AFC South title is on the line.
3: Titans at the Jaguars. Who y'all got? Jags. I think I'm going to go Jags as well. All
4: right, that's a yeah. clean sweep. I think they smell blood in the water. The Jaguars are going. I'm going with the Jaguars as well. Okay, so I pretty much know nothing um, to lose here or to gain in this game. Um, these are the 1 o'clock games. So we have the Bucks at the Falcons. I know you're going with your Falcons. Bucks. Bucks do what they need to do. They'll play everybody to keep in rhythm. So I I'm going with the Bucks as well. Um this should be a good game just for a whole lot of different reasons. Um Patriots at the Bills.
3: Bills. Uh,
0: yeah,
4: I'm going to go Bills. I'm gonna roll with the Patriots. The Patriots need this need to win in order to get into the playoffs. They need some other things too. But I'm a roll with the uh with the Patriots. Oh, and shout out too. I forgot. Uh, a our resident um Raider fan, Dale McSwain. He was at the game against the forty ers and he has a pitcher with none other than the gold rush. Yeah, he didn't take it with the with the Raider hater uh I don't know what they're called, but he took a picture with yes, the Gold Rush, the the 49ers cheerleaders. So y'all make sure to go on the timeline,
1: my standalone
4: post, and um, uh, uh, my mom to these screens. She uh, put the put the picture on there. Dale just looked like he is in heaven. It looked like he really want to have on some red and gold. there. It really does, Dale. I just want to tell you that.
1: <laughs> but it is
4: cute enough. Yes. Um, All right, so you ladies are going with the Bills, okay? All right, then we have the Vikings at the best. You said you're going with
0: the Patriots. Now, you know the Patriots lost to them at the beginning of December, right?
1: Uh, Yeah,
4: but there's a lot on the line now, and the defense looks really good. Okay. Yeah. I I have until Saturday to change it now. Don't be surprised. (laughs) All right, then we got, uh, like I said, the Vikings at the Bear. Lord, which Vikings
3: team is going to show up? I know. I know, right? I'm going to go with them, but Lord, knows they're just constantly disappointed They're about as they're about the bad as the Eagles. Yeah, being 12 and 4, you would think that they would be there. But it's like, come on, y'all. I'm going with them again. Give them another chance.
4: Janelle?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, it's, I'm hoping that the Vikings team that played last week don't show up. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings.
4: All right. That's a clean sweep, and we all rolling with the Vikings. Now, this is just going to be the battle of the bads right here. Texans at the Colts.
0: Flip a coin and put one down for me because I
4: can't.
1: Colts. 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 That yeah, they're
4: playing pretty good though. But I'm, I think I'm a roll with the Colts since only because they're at home.
0: We might as well make it a clean sweep then.
4: All right. Then we have this. Should be a good matchup: Jets at the Dolphins.
3: You know, that's gonna be
4: uh, Dolphins.
3: Dolphins? Are they gonna show up? I'm gonna try to go with them, but are they gonna show? Well, you voted for the Jets last week and you lost so
4: And I ain't voting for them never again. Thank God it's the last week. Okay.
3: <laughs> so it's a clean sweep then. So we all roll it with the Dolphins.
4: All right, then we have uh Panthers at the Saints.
0: Um, I'm going with the Saints not only because they're at home, but usually when they play the Panthers at home they do pretty good.
1: Janelle's gone with the states member uh,
3: last year, uh, the same thing. She would never vote for him, even though she would lose half the time when she didn't vote for him. Good job, girl. All right. Okay. you are so late. She's been going with Thank the Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you all year. Get your life together, will you? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. You're just such a sweetheart. Uh, So it's a clean suite, it looks like, right? Well, at least some, the bitterness is gone. Thank God, and unforgiveness and hatred for the Saints. Oh, I still
1: hate them. That's right never going to change. Oh goodness! <laughs> all right, but so that's a clean sweep? Yeah, we
4: all go with the Saints. Okay, this should be a good one. Uh, the Steelers. Who thought that the Steelers could still be in it? Go ahead, Mike Tomlin. If they, I'm, I'm with whoever said this on a uh, TV show today. If um, the Steelers make it to the playoffs, Mike Tomlin need to win Coach of the Year. So who y'all got? Browns at the Steelers. Steelers. Steelers? Because and the can't lose
3: this game. The Browns gonna be fighting for their life, but I'm gonna go with
4: the Steelers. Yeah, I'm pulling for you, Mike Tomlin. I think I think Still gonna pull this one out too. They need a lot of more help in order to get in, but I'm I'm, I'm pulling for him. All right, y'all. Then we have the Ravens at the Bengals. Oh, that's
3: gonna be a good one. Who won? What are they? What is the record with them? You said the Bengals beat them twice or once. I'm going with the Bengals. They played
4: once yet, yeah, and they beat them earlier in the season.
3: I'm going with the
4: Bengals. Because uh, is Lamar back? Probably not. No, he's not. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Bengals. Okay. All right, that's a clean sweep. We all rolling with the Bengals. Oh, Lord, that's not video. Okay, we got to get through these. Um, Giants at the Eagles. Eagles lose. Ooh, if the Giants can beat the Eagles. And the Giants are playing their players. So, hmm. is not really bad. need the Eagles.
3: Is is the QB back? Hurst, the baby,
4: is he back? Um, He's supposed to be playing, yes. Yes, I don't think it's a good idea, but I think he is playing because they're trying to hold on to that number one spot.
3: I'm going with the Eagles.
0: I need the Eagles to lose because they don't, the way they've been playing, they really don't deserve to get that number one spot.
4: I'm going with the Giants. All right, Janelle and I are rolling with the Giants, and Lou's got the Eagles. All right, we got the Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys.
3: Cowboys. Yeah,
4: All right, that's a clean sweep. All right, then we got the Chargers at the Broncos.
1: Chargers.
4: All right, and then we got the Rams at the Seahawks.
1: Seahawks. All right.
4: And then that's a clean sweep. We all run the Seahawks. Then we got the Cardinals at the Niners. Forty ers Niners. All
3: right, that's a clean sweep.
4: And then the game of the week, I do believe, Lions at the Packers. Packers.
3: Packers are hot right now. <laughs> they go. They doing their
4: thing. I know, and I do not want. Ooh, do not want to see the Packers because unless we get the number one spot. I really want the Lions to win, but I think the Packers are going to pull it out. But I would not be surprised, though, if the Lions, if the Lions do pull it out, though. But, um, okay, so we all go on with the Packers. All right, ladies, well, with that, it's the first show of the year. Thank you all so much for, um, you know, just all the dialogue and um, going along with the uh, platform for tonight. And So with that, Janelle, time for your shout-outs.
0: Um, we're going to make this quick because of the time. Um, I wanna say happy, 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 happy anniversary to Miss Terry. Um, and we miss you tonight. Um, I love all three of you ladies and um go Niners. I, I really need them to take that first spot.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Janelle. Thank you.
3: <laughs> hey, Lou. Happy New Year, everyone again. I'm um, going to get a shout out to Miss Terry. Happy anniversary! Just enjoy yourself and and be a bad girl. Uh, uh, Janelle. Uh, oh my. Uh, Janelle, you, she can be bad with her husband. Uh, Janelle, I want you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was thinking that you had calmed down, you know, coming into this new year, but it seemed like you are getting even worse. So I'm going to really try to uh, pray for you more and more. So that you could be a little sweeter um, <clears throat> But I do I still love you I love you I love all you you, you ladies Um want to give a shout out to Lena My sister Lena She has a birthday on Saturday January the 7th I don't know how she's going to be Happy birthday Lena And uh, we'll be back here guess, On the 11th Correct? Yes So I think that's it That's all yes. the birthdays That I know of Yes I think yeah. And now, uh, TJ, excellent job as, as usual. You, uh, you guys just held it down tonight. Um, and uh, all the people that sh- that came on the timeline and everything, that was wonderful. We want to keep the momentum going for 2023. There's so much going on.
1: Yeah. And uh, you, Sandra, right. can
0: i just tell you that I think that it will probably help if you pray for yourself. And then I'll put some Act Right on if you put some on. How about that?
3: Well, uh, you're gonna do it only if I do it. What if I say I don't want to?
0: And, and
3: I want to th- say, a, a and th- here th- lies the problem because <laughs> I <heard it> <laughs> <now. All laughs> I'm. Not going my Oh to
4: Lord! You. Okay, ladies. Well, we 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 just gonna end it on the good note. Okay, that, that everybody gonna get the act right this in 2023. Not yes.
1: <laughs>
0: and thank and thank you, LaKeisha, for calling in because we were happy to hear yes. from you on the first day on the first day of the year.
4: Definitely. Definitely, definitely.
3: All right. So well, well, I didn't mean to
4: cut you off. was, was that your. Answer?
3: So we'll be back on the uh, 11th, correct, Lena? Yeah, that's yes. the, that's the only birthday that's 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 going on. I Had to look on my calendar. Uh, I love you, ladies.
4: Right, and we love you right back.
3: All right, ladies. Until next week,
4: same bad time, same bad station. I love
3: y'all. Love you, we
4: love you too. Okay. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to the ladies tonight on LL Sports Two. All right. So with that, um, shout out to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for all of the dialogue tonight. Um, and again, thank you for you know just uh, going along with the change of the the, the format tonight. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, but I uh, there's nothing nothing else that you know we uh, could have started the show off with Um, like i said i didn't think we would talk about it um for the length of time we did but the conversation was so um intriguing to me that um but you know it goes the way that it is intended to go um so whether you listen two minutes 20 minutes two hours one hour we thank you we love you we um we uh, thank you and we love you for your support. All right, um, birthdays today: uh, Chris Bryant turns 31, uh, Derek Henry turns 29, and Tina Knowles, Beyonce's mom, turns 69. All right. Um, oh, there was one uh, Wednesday, Wikipedia, 2003. The Green Bay Packers lost 27 to 7 to the Atlanta Falcons in the NFL Wild Card game. It was the first time that the Packers had lost a playoff game at home. All right. All right, so um, shout-out to Marlon, shout-out to Ronbo, shout-out to the Chambers brothers, Marvin and Harold, a great big shout-out to Robert Hatter, Jim Hicks, and Chris Walker of the Chop Shop, um, amazing brothers doing uh, great things out of Houston, Texas. You can catch them every midday um, from 1 to 3 or 12 to 2, depending on your time zone. Of course, a great big shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. A great big shout out to Terry. Oh, she's not here tonight because they are in the DR oh, celebrating their 39th uh, wedding anniversary. So shout out to to the Vances. All right, and of course a great big shout out to Janelle, rounding out the triple threat tonight. Awesome, awesome dialogue tonight, ladies. I thank you for that. Shout out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson. Shout out to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. And of course, last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green. thank you for everything that you do for me, for LL Sports 2. I love you. All right? So that is going to do it for the show tonight. Um, tonight, motivational moment will come to you in the form of song. I played the first break um, that he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. And tonight... Oh, 35th. I thought she said 39th. I'm sorry, 35th anniversary for Terry. I thought she said 39th. Thank you, <laughs> Um, But like I said, the first break was that he is an on-time God. And so tonight I want to leave you with um, whatever you need him to be. For you, God is. Let's make sure that we keep DeMar Hamlin and his family lifted in prayer. We keep the whole NFL nation, um, every team every player lifted in prayer this will change them for the rest of their lives i don't think that they will ever see a football field um the same way again yes they'll be able to get out there and perform but they'll never look at it the same again but as i said whatever you need for him to be god is